Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. To our commuters on the Northern Division. Effective Monday evening, June 28th, the Eastern Central Westchester system will inaugurate zone schedules for its rush hour commuter trains from Union Central Terminal to Westchester County. Please check your revised schedules for new departure time. Hold it, you hear me? Sorry, mister. The train's gone. Was that the 525? It's the 523 now. New schedule. But why? It's always been the 525, and I've never missed it. Never. Well, you did tonight, mister. Be another one at 548, though. Oh, I'm sorry. It sounds foolish making a fuss, but you see, I'm very precise and punctual. I pride myself in it. Never late for anything. I've ridden the 805 in and the 525 home every day. Didn't you get the new zone schedule last week? No. Apparently, I missed it. But I never missed the 525. Never. That's too bad. How long have you been riding it? Fifteen years. Zone scheduling expedites the movement of trains through the commuting area and minimizes delays. Experience has shown that any failure of a train to clear a station stop on schedule tends to delay the following train. Sometimes a number of trains are adversely affected. Conversely, the faster the trains can be moved through the commuting zone, the more dependable is the service. Theater 5 presents Whatever Happened to the 525. of the Eastern Central schedule changes is to improve the service for the majority of the 19,000 passengers using the peak hour commuter trains to Westchester County. To provide this improved service, we have added a total of three new trains to our evening outbound rush hour operation. This your train? Huh? Oh, uh, yes. So did I. On my way back to school. I can tell you missed your train. Oh? Oh. The way you came in here. Most guys come into a saloon with their tongues hanging out. You know, thirsty like puppy dogs heading for their water bowl. They've been thinking about a martini or a double on the rocks for the last hour. Bang! Now the business day is over and here they are, straight for the bar. Oh, oh, oh. you're very observant. But you didn't come in that way. You looked around, sort of lost, and finally you came over here. I thought it was pickups, Bill. But you didn't even look at me. Believe me, I've never considered the idea. I know, I know. Then the bartender came over and you couldn't make up your mind. My wife and I don't drink much. We're not teetotalers or anything, but uh, we never developed much of a taste for it. No, I understand we don't disapprove or anything. In fact, we have very close friends who... Uh... I'll bet you're the first whiskey sour he's had all day. Want to bet? I'll call him over. No, don't do that. Hey, bartender, over here. Yes, Young lady, don't do that. Uh, don't be ridiculous. No, uh, never mind, bartender. Another round. Right. Listen, miss, what you do is your business, but I've got a train to catch. Don't worry about the money, Daddy-O. This is on me. I mean, if a misguided heiress can't buy a stranded commuter a friendly whiskey sour, what's this orbiting world coming to? Dig? It isn't the money. Fine. 
I'll buy you one and you buy me one. Sound cozy. Are you old enough to be in here? You want to talk about age? Okay. Let's talk about age. How old do you think I am? I don't know. I don't have any daughters. Yeah. I'm 5'6", 130 pounds, blue eyes, straight blonde hair, and I measure 35, 22, 36. If I drank less and rode a bicycle more, my hips would be 35. On the other hand, I might lose it where I didn't want to. <laughs> when you diet or exercise, you take your chances. I know a chubby girl who lost 30 pounds by taking sauna baths, cottage cheese, and pills. She looks like a high fashion model now. But she lost all her boyfriends. You know how earthy boys are. <laughs> how old am I? Are you over 18? That's the law in New York. I'm old enough. Old enough to drink, to swear, to marry, to have children, to march in parades, to die for a cause, or to live for a moment. Oh, I'm old enough, friend, and I'm ready. Ready? For anything. Laughter, music, cold showers, and warm pretzels. Anything. <laughs> Are you a, a, a beatnik? A <laughs> beatnik? No, I bathe too often for that. And I don't swear enough or drink enough coffee. And my poems don't use dirty words. No, I'm not a beatnik. Beatniks are organized and poor. I'm rich and, at times, very lonely. How about you? Well, I'm six feet tall and weigh 175 pounds. Haven't gained a pound in 25 years, and uh, I don't know my measurements. But you wear a size 10 shoe. And you found it was smarter to buy expensive tailor-made suits than to have stock suits cut down to your size until the pant pockets meet each other at the back seam. <laughs> You're very observant. <laughs> you said that before. And I'll bet this is the first time you've missed your training year. The first time since I moved to Scarsdale 15 years ago. 15 years? That's eternity. Not really. Yes, it is. It's eternity and purgatory and perpetual care all scruffled up in one huge commuter ticket. Maybe you died somewhere north of the Harlem River with a backyard cookout stake in your heart. <laughs> well, it has its compensation. Name one. Well, among other things, I like to broil steaks in my backyard. Built your own barbecue pit, right? Right. Sort of a family project. When's the last time you danced on a moonlit raft in a cold swimming suit? I kissed a girl because she cried and her mascara ran? Never. Neither one. How old are you? Uh, Forty-four. <laughs> no, you're not. You're older than that. Much older. Forty-four isn't old. Men still fly on their own at forty-four and slap their women around now and then and drink Bloody Marys and aspirin for breakfast and lie to their boss about a strange one-day cold. But you don't. Maybe you were born old. Maybe you got out of the incubator and right into the social security line. Why am I listening to you? Some little skirt in a terminal bar. Look, I got a train to catch. You are a beatnik. No matter how lonely or clean or rich you are, you're a beatnik. You hear me? A beatnik. I know a place where the music is loud and a bunch of sweaty kids do the Watusi in the fruit. It's crowded, and nobody can tell whether you know how to dance or not. You just wiggle your framus and frown now and then. 
Loud and dark and very young there. Timeless. Will you go with me? Please. Just wiggle your frameless and frown. Pretty, please? It's crazy. I don't know what's happening. You're happening. That's what's happening. <laughs> I must be losing my mind. What time is it? Who cares? My shirt's soaked. You look cute all wet. It makes your hair curly. Does the band ever quit? Never. They're hopped up. Hungry? Very. Let's split. Yeah, that's the wildest, smelliest, noisiest place in the world. <laughs> Having fun? Yeah, how about you? My name's Cindy. My name's Clifton. Call me Cliff. I know a place with red checkered tablecloths and yellow candles and old wine bottles. They serve chilled white wine from wooden casks and the greatest lobster in the Western Hemisphere. It's a funny, rickety little place built out on the water. The waves hit the pilings underneath. You look out into the darkness and you'd swear the world ends right at the horizon. Or maybe even a few feet closer. My car's around the corner. Want to go there? Sure. Where is it? Wilmington, Delaware. In certain instances, the new commuter schedules will necessitate changing the assignments of some of the train departure tracks at Union Central Terminal. New timetables, effective June 28th, will reflect these changes. Wilmington, Delaware for dinner. I am out of my mind. <laughs> Distance like age is relative, Cliffy. You can be old before you're 40 or in Wilmington before you know it. It's up to you. You're driving. Just put your foot down. Yeah, Martha will probably think I've been murdered. No phone calls, nothing. Uh, baby, if you'd called your wife, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> Don't worry about Martha. You're a man, and it's your world. After 15 straight-hour years, you've got at least one kooky night coming. Enjoy it, baby. And when tomorrow comes, charm your way back to reality. Yeah, well, maybe I'm just sobering up. <laughs> from, from three whiskey sours? Come on. I saw a young man tonight, and I danced with him, and I watched the sweat pour down his face, and with each drop of sweat, he lost a care and a wrinkle in his forehead, and as his stiff shirt melted, so did he. Don't lose it, Cliffy. Tonight, you're a man, a warm, sentimental slob, a human being with weakness and joie de vivre. If we held an election, you'd go Democrat. <laughs> Is that what it's all about? A fiendish way to garner votes? You'd look good in a beard, Cliffy. Touch of gray here and there. You've got nice teeth for a beard. And that's important. Show me a beard with crooked teeth and I'll show you a hungry mink. <laughs> Do you mind if I, if I lean on your shoulder? I'd be honored. Were you ever a teenager? 
minute or so. Teenagers weren't in vogue much in the 30s. What did you do on warm summer evenings? Played baseball. If we won, we ate ice cream. No girlfriends? I went to dances now and then. The bands were bigger and uh, half as loud. You held the girl in your arms then. It was a gentle time. And the girls were safely home by midnight, uh, looking very much the way they did at the beginning of the evening. Mm, sounds square. It was. But I liked it that way. How about hay fever? Never had it. How about you? Hay fever, strawberries, milk, cats, dogs, horses, and house dust. My allergist is a manic depressive. One day I caught him sitting in the dark sniffing ragweed. <laughs> oh, that's not true. <laughs> no, but wouldn't it be nice if it was? <laughs> sitting in the dark sniffing ragweed. Olympi, <laughs> why are you here? I don't know. My wife understands me. No business problems. My sons respect me. I don't know. I know why you're here. Why? Curiosity. How does the other half live? The young half. The front page kids who knife people in subways and smoke pot. Oh, is that it? I want to smoke pot? You want to be 22. Free to go or do anything with anybody. No family. No job, no, what will people say? Just swing, man. Just catch a birdie's tail and hang on. When I was 22, I was drinking powdered milk aboard a repair ship in the South Pacific. So? Be 22 now. Right now. Come on. Come 22. Okay, I'm 22. Now what? Get us to Wilmington before you're 23. All right, hold on. Faster, Glippy. This is a sports car. We're, we're on a straightaway. Faster. Oh, it's on the floor. I've never done this before. Hey, look at us go. Hold on, Cindy. Hold on. Hey, uh, how fast are we going? <laughs> I'm afraid to look. Don't worry, baby. Just fly. We hit 100 yet? Long ago, baby. Just fly. Oh, this is it. This is the most. Your young daddy. Go, go, go. Uh-oh. A flashing light. Look out the rear window. What do you see? Don't worry, baby. You can take him. It's straight all the way faster. He's getting on you, Daddy. Step on it. No, no, no. I gotta slow down. I, I never got a ticket. This is insane. Don't stop now, Daddy. Go! Oh, look ahead. Police cars. Roadblock. Put on the brakes. We're gonna hit. Oh. South Jersey Hospital. Oh, my back hurts. Uh, you're lucky you're alive, Max. So is a girl. The car's a total wreck. You a policeman? That's right. What's your name? Clifton Fielding. What time is it? Oh, it's about 4 a.m. Where do you live? Scarsdale. I don't remember much. Where'd you get the car? Belongs to the girl. She said it belonged to you. Hmm? According to the license plates, it belongs to a guy in Connecticut, but uh, I don't think he's going to want it back. The squads are in pretty lousy shape, too. She said it was hers. Mm -hmm. Were you drinking? I had three whiskey sours. Not much of a drinker. Well, I can understand it a little better if you'd been drinking. Are you on junk? Dope? 
course not. Well, then who used the reefers? We found a bunch of them on the floor of the car. Reefers? I've never seen a reefer. Sure, sure. Look, what made you do it, mister? Why? Why were you going 130? 130? I didn't think cars could go that fast. I don't know why I did it. I honestly don't know. It had something to do with freedom, youth, and 22 years old. I wanted to reach Wilmington before I turned 23. <laughs> it all happened so fast. Funny, it's like a nightmare now. Funny, huh? Well, it wasn't funny to me. I got a wife and three kids, and when I got to chase some cuckoo like you down the Jersey Turnpike, I'm scared. If you and your little Lolita want to kill yourselves, well, that's your business, but don't take me with you. I'm sorry. Believe me, I'm not a cuckoo. I've never done anything like this before. As for the girl, I, I never saw her before tonight. Is she okay? Well, she's pretty cut up. She went through the windshield, but she'll live. Won't be very pretty anymore. Oh, no. You know, Mr. Fielding, you're in a lot of trouble. We got you booked on eight counts. Eight counts? Reckless driving, doing 130 in a 65-mile zone, resisting arrest, driving a stolen car, damaging public property, possession of narcotics, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, and violating the Mann Act. Man act. Crossing state lines for immoral purposes. We were only going for dinner. Dinner? A 17-year-old reform school escapee with a four-year record for promiscuity? Oh, come on, Dad. Who do you think you're kidding? But she looked older. She said she was older. Ask her. She said you kidnapped her. But it was, it was her idea to go to Wilmington. She, she knew a place with wine and candles and, and lobster. Wine for a 17-year-old? Mr. Fielding, it is my duty to inform you that anything you say can be used against you in court. You're entitled to one phone call. Can I make it now? Yeah. You want me to dial it for you? Please. Area code 820, Scarsdale 61942. 1942. Perhaps life is a gossamer shield between reality and darkness. Yeah, it's ringing. Hello, Martha? This is Clifton. I missed the 525. The extension of new zone schedules is the result of Eastern Central's continuing program to upgrade the suburban service in a manner that will best serve the commuter's needs. Meanwhile, we hope the schedule changes have not caused you any inconvenience. Presented Whatever Happened to the 525, written by Jim McGinn, directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, 
Stan Watt, Carol Ann Daniels, Jerry Hausner, and Gilbert Mack. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlasdotsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.